As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Song lyrics? Yeah. Yes, I am. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome into Sound Off. Michael Admire filling in for Keith tonight. Keith's on vacation. Of course, one of the biggest nights of the year. He takes off as the bowl games are announced. Iowa and Iowa State find out their bowl destinations, as you heard from the opening there. Iowa going to New York and uh, Iowa State going to Memphis. A lot of, we'll have our takes on both bowl games. Of course, yeah. you guys can too. And hot topic, let's get going right away. Hawkeye fans, give us your thoughts. You're going to New York City for the Pinstripe Bowl to take on Boston College. Do you like this matchup? Do you like this destination? From what we're hearing from a lot of you, you don't. Cyclone fans, you're heading back to a bowl game for the first time in five years to the Liberty Bowl to take on Memphis in Memphis. Do you like this matchup? Give us a call right now, 282-9010. Let's sound off and talk about these bowl selections for both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. Right now, it's time for, I think, Bowl Selection Sunday. Not quite as exciting as the real Selection Sunday in March, but still fun to find out who, when, and where your football team is playing in the postseason. At 7-5, the Hawkeyes don't have the luxury of being picky about what bowl game they play in, but this is probably the worst scenario for Iowa fans. First, the who. Boston College. Sure, it's a Power 5 team, but the Eagles have no sizzle. Doug Flutie is not running out of that tunnel at quarterback. Second, the when. December 27th. Better than on Christmas Day, but not as good as, say, the 29th when the Music City Bowl is played. Lastly, the where. New York City, Yankee Stadium. Who wants to spend thousands of dollars to travel cross-country to watch a lower-tier bowl game in 30-degree weather? I'm guessing not many, and I don't blame you. I think this is finally the year we see bowl fatigue from Hawkeye fans. It's a different vibe from, from Cyclone fans because they haven't been to a bowl game in five years. Fans are excited the program is trending up under Matt Campbell. Iowa State's prize for a season where they beat two top five teams, the Liberty Bowl in Memphis against Memphis. On Friday, Jamie Pollard told the Murph and Andy show, who are we to be picky about what bowl game we go to? He's right, but it still doesn't make fans feel any better. Cyclone fans wanted a matchup against a true power five. Early predictions had Iowa State against Notre Dame. Oh, fans were foaming at the mouth for that matchup. But not only do they get a non-power five team, but it's in Memphis's home stadium, a true road bowl game against a mid-major. You can't make it up. Now, Memphis is drivable, which makes this somewhat attractive, but tons of Cyclone fans were at the Liberty Bowl five years ago, been there, done that, cold and rainy. Iowa State fans will be upbeat and positive. They'll show up in droves. They always do. 
But in reality, most wanted and thought they deserved a warm destination against a true Power 5 opponent. Neither happened. All you can hope for now, a win. Thanks, John. What you all witnessed this week at Iowa State was a workshop in contract negotiation. Did you guys hear how Campbell's deal got done? Jamie Pollard and Matt Campbell and their wives hung out at the Pollard house for two and a half hours, talked life and football, no agents, no egos, just getting the contract done. It's classic Iowa and man, I love it. Where else does this happen? Sure as heck not in Knoxville or Tallahassee. Will there eventually be a job that lures Matt Campbell away? Maybe. Will he coach at Iowa State until he retires? Probably not, but maybe. We just don't know. We do know Campbell is a man of his word, and in Iowa, that goes an extra long way. Here, if Campbell can build a consistent winner, fans will build a statue of him, and his kids can get a good education. Campbell can focus on coaching without major pressure from donors, and the cost of living is good. Win seven games in two years, and fans will flock to Memphis. Okay, the bowl game this year isn't great. Actually, it sucks. I get it. The best season in school history gets you Memphis. Like John said, against Memphis? That's some humble pie. But really, this has never been about the shiny object at the end of the season. And I guess here's our chance as Iowans to return the faith. Take Campbell at his word and enjoy the journey because after what we saw this year, both seasons will become the norm and uh, the Pollards might want to keep that last Sunday in November free. Yeah, all Cyclone fans are certainly glad they got that deal done with Matt Campbell to stick around because as we've seen across the country, there's lots of coaching searches going on, lots of crazy coaches, coaching searches going on. Let's hit the phone lines. They're full right now. Let's go to Drew in Ames. Drew, uh, you want to talk about the Cyclone Bowl game. What do you think about Iowa State going to Memphis to play Memphis? Yeah, um, first of all, I just want to say we're absolutely spoiled to be in a bowl game this year, but... That is an absolute travesty what the bowl committee has <laughs> we given We agree, us. yeah. To go to Memphis, when we're playing the Memphis Tigers, like, are we, playing a, are we playing a road game for a bowl? Like, it should be a neutral site. We worked way too hard this year. Coach Campbell has put the team way too high of a standard to be playing against a non-Power 5 team in a bowl. It's absolutely baloney. I think we need to, re, I think we need to reevaluate who we're putting in the bowl committee because this is absolutely garbage. I think all of Ames and the whole Cyclone State can agree. Drew, thanks for the call. Yeah, I, I, we're hearing from a lot of Iowa State fans. Again, you're happy to be in a bowl game, but, man, you wish it could have been better than this. A couple things. It's the perfect storm because Memphis, you know, the Liberty Bowl has a rich tradition. It's yeah. been around for a long time. Memphis has never played in the Liberty Bowl. Iowa State actually has two appearances yeah, just five years <laughs> in, ago, in the yeah. Liberty Bowl. So it's the perfect storm that this year Memphis is good. Uh, the Liberty Bowl can take them. And uh, it's not all the bowl committee. It's actually really the Big 12 and who, you know, they have their contracts with. And right now, the Liberty Bowl is, you know, one of the upper echelon bowls in the Big 12. Let's go to Brian and Bron Durant. Brian, uh, you're also an Iowa State fan. What's your thoughts on taking on Memphis in the Liberty Bowl? Yeah, you know, we always can, and, and everyone's going to want to get a better bowl always, of course. But I am glad that we're bowling. It's been five years 
and we're going to be playing a great team who's ranked, I believe, in the top 20 still, yeah. or at least in one or two polls. Yeah, ranked 20th. Yeah, I mean, if anybody watched that game versus UCS last week, that's they're they're no joke. They're a good team. It the, it's going to be a sellout. There's going to be a lot more people there. I was at that last Liberty Bowl in 2012. Uh, this is going to be a, a, a packed house. It's going to be a good game. Yes, of course, we would love to have played Notre Dame in the Camping World Bowl, but come on, you know I'm tired of hearing a bunch of whining. And you know this this other caller before me, I've heard it on social media. You know, we're going after five years. This program's growing. Get behind it and quit whining. Brian, thanks for the call. Yeah, they're, they're, it, it's it's split both ways. Like we said, you know, you get a little greedy when you go to a bowl game. You want more, and then all of a sudden you're told Memphis against Memphis. We already were there. We could have had this. We could have had that. So you always want a little more. Jim, Jethro, Dodger, Denny, hang on the lines. We're, we're time for now for some lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges. Let's get to the first one. Jamie Pollard, Iowa State Athletics Director, looks like the Dilly Dilly guy from the Bud Light commercial. This is from Tyler in Des Moines, Old Spice. <laughs> Got a new sponsor there. Nathan says, former Hawkeye wrestler, now Iowa State assistant coach Mike Zadick, looks like John Bernthal the, from the Punisher Netflix series. Old Spice? Likes that one too. Hey guys, did you get my Christmas card yet? Well, of course you didn't. It's coming up next in What's Bugging Andy. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Mike writes, Nashville would have been a Hawkeye town for most of the week. New York City is a cluster to navigate. It's expensive. It is cold, etc. 10,000 Iowa fans tops, maybe even half that. Andy writes, how many people are planning to travel to New York? Even if tickets were free for the Pinstripe Bowl, I wouldn't go. Ooh. Tyler writes, blah. I was going to drive to Nashville. No, Now, no way I'm going to New York City. Too expensive, too cold, and the game is in the middle of the week. So, Hawkeye fans, not loving it right now. But right. it is Christmas time. It is. Man. Christmas yeah. is right around the corner, which means you'll soon start getting a bunch of those cards in the mail. That's a good thing, and it's not bugging Andy. You know what this is? This is the high time of the Christmas season. Or wait, make that the Christmas card season. I mean, we're planning them. We're putting them together. We're starting to send them out. We're getting them in the mail. The Christmas card was the original Facebook page, the very first Instagram account. Think of it. You got your family all dressed up, and then you selected only the very best photo that you send out. Then you attached a carefully edited post that made you sound funny and witty and tells of all the great things that are going on in your life. They even list your relationship status. Even in the age of social media, the Christmas card is still the biggest, most important post of the year because it takes more effort. And it's something that people display, right? And so you gotta really try. And mom has gotta look really pretty. Dad has gotta look real cool. And the kids have to look very put together or else mom and dad look really bad. Don't get me wrong, I love Christmas cards. I'm a big believer in them. They really represent the spirit of Christmas, right? Because while you feel good about getting them, you feel great about sending them out. 
And there's a hard and fast tradition to follow too. I mean, you get one, you send one. You send one, you get one back. You can send one to someone that you have never sent one to before, and you can be relatively sure that you're going to get one back. I mean, you are all powerful with that box of 50 Christmas cards because you can make 50 people happy, right? I mean, you're like Oprah Winfrey with the people in your life. You get a card, you get a card, you get a card. And your audience is just ah, standing and screaming. Now, you got to be cool with all that power. Remember what makes for an annoying Christmas card, right? I mean, matching outfits, a little too sexy, or just plain awkward. Why are the father and son holding mom like that? Make it a good card. Make it personal and make it on time. That's the key. Oh, and make it part of your Christmas tradition forever because real Christmas cards should never go out of style. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Andy, thank you. I got my cards in the mail this weekend. Up next, who's in your five? The top Cyhawk basketball games. Yeah, that game's coming up next week. Dodger Jenny, Jordan, Jethro, stay on the line. Get ready to sound off even more. Go ahead and like Sound Off Nation on Facebook, then comment like Casey did about Scott Frost to Nebraska. Yes, yes, save the insults, please. He actually did write something. Totally understand all the jabs thrown our way. I'm embarrassed at what the program has become. I think this was the perfect choice for Coach. I'm excited to see the program go back to its glory days, and I hope Frost can do it. All right, Jimmy writes in, had a great time in NYC in, the 2011, uh, in 2011 for the Pinstripe Bowl. Got on the subway to go to Yankee Stadium at Central Park. It was full of Cyclone fans. Day before the game, the Empire State Building was lit up in red and yellow. Memorable trip. Yeah, it was a good, that was a good bowl game for Iowa State back then. We'll see if Hawkeye fans turn out. Who's in your five? Cyhawk basketball game is coming up this week. It's on Thursday. Here's my top five Cyhawk games all time. Number five, 2003. Second round of the NIT. Remember that? Iowa wins by one, 54-53. The only postseason matchup in series history. Brody Boyd with the game-winning free throw. Number four, 2013. Iowa State wins by three. George Niang's reverse layup with 18 seconds left. Gives Iowa State the lead. Mike Gazelle misses two free throws in the end. Number three, 1990. Iowa, 75. Iowa State, 73. Rodell Davis tips in a Val Barnes miss with less than a second to play for the win. Number two, 2015. Iowa State wins by 183-82. Iowa led by 20. Jared Utoff scores 30 in the first half, but Iowa State rallies. Monte Morris hits a floater with 10 seconds left, and then Utoff just off the mark for the game winner. And number one, not sure this will ever be top, 1987. Iowa State wins 102-100. It's the LaFester Rhodes game. He scored 54 points in the Cyclone overtime win, one of the all-time great performances by LaFester Rhodes. Let's hit the phones again. we got people waiting to get on the line. Jordan in Boulder, Colorado. Jordan, you're an Iowa State fan. What do you think about the Cyclones going to Memphis? Well, uh, it kind of brings up a bad dream I had when I was a kid that uh, I remember when we went to Boise and played Boise State. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. in the blue turf. Uh, yeah, how, how many Power 5 teams have to do that this many times? Yeah, Iowa State, and I think someone else posted, you know, they played TCU, I think, down in Houston one year. They played Alabama way back in the Independence Bowl. So it seems like Iowa State many years has to go on the road to play an opponent. Jordan, thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, so it's just, it's another, it's an odd game for Iowa State, but they've been good in road games this year. Pretty good. Yeah, well, they went to the 
where they went on the road against Oklahoma and yeah. beat Oklahoma. Now uh, the Sooners are in the, are in the top four. Yeah, another thing that's kind of frustrating, Cyclone fans, okay, yeah, we get, you know, Boise happened uh, back in the early 2000s, but this is, this is by far the best overall season for Iowa State. And I think it's the best overall team. Absolutely. Iowa State's had a lot of good players in the past, but I think offense, defensively, this is the best overall it's team. It's like Cyclone fans are, are thinking, you finally get there, we finally arrived, and now we are going to <laughs> You're back to where you've already been. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. All right, uh, Tom in Mount Air. Tom, you're also a Cyclone fan. Uh, thoughts on playing the Tigers on December 30th? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. What's first going on, Tom? First-time caller. Yeah, I said it backwards. I just got—I got a couple things. What do you guys think about Memphis? At Memphis, it's kind of kind of reminds me of Boise in the humanitarian bowl at Boise State. It wasn't a good situation. And uh, I'd also like to know what uh, what you guys think about the basketball schedule coming up. So I'll hang up and listen. Tom, thanks for the call. Not sure if that was Jordan calling again, trying to get another time on the line. But uh, Iowa State taking on Memphis. Memphis is good. They scored 55 points against uh, UCF. Uh, they don't play any defense. That's good for Iowa State. So I, I think Iowa State can win this game. They are three-point underdogs against the Tigers. Yeah, just first glimpse. I haven't seen anything from Memphis, and I guess – I watched really, that game yesterday. It was wild against a UCF. Lot, a lot of people were just raving about that game. Yeah, a lot of points scored. They throw the ball. They can, they can move Memphis it. put up, what, 700 yards? Yeah, it was like 1,500 total yards yards between the two teams and I think Kyle Kemp mentioned today that he played against their quarterback or not played but their teams played against each other in junior college so okay he said he was somewhat familiar with those guys but yeah a high-powered offense apparently they have a really good wide receiver we'll learn more about Memphis in the coming weeks I think we got about 27 days to break it all down all right coming up next uh Scott Frost, new Nebraska head coach Michael and I face off get your calls in 282-9010 one final time sound off You can always email the show, sound off at whotv.com. Kirk Ferentz now making less money than Frost and Gundy. Matt Campbell making near Ferentz money. Kirk has done more with less, proven his worth over 19 years, has better resume than all three. Ferentz money, not an argument any longer. When Campbell only wins seven games next year, his contract better be brought up a la Ferentz. That's Ryan and Adele, and it already starts. Time for more topics. We call it Face Off. John, I have a bunch of family that lives in Nebraska, and for the last month, they've turned off Husker games and Good just decision. watched Scott Frost at Central Florida. I couldn't believe it. Uh, so they've got what they've wanted. Is it a good move? I think so. Mike Riley was a big whiff. Really nice guy, just didn't fit in good. Frost will sell recruits on his time at Oregon and how he turned around UCF. This won't be an overnight turnaround. Last, last week I said Nebraska won't be winning national championships anytime soon, but this program should be a 7-10 to 10 win team on an annual basis. We'll see if that's good enough for Husker fans. The college football playoff is set. Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, easy picks. But Alabama gets in over Ohio State for the last pick. I think the Buckeyes got jobbed. What do you think? I'm fine with it. You can make an argument for both teams. What matters more, top 15 wins or bad losses? In this case, the committee felt a 31-point loss at Iowa was too much to put the Buckeyes in the playoff. The championship game. Come on. I lost in all the football talk. The Seahawk basketball game is Thursday. Three weeks ago, everyone would have been on the roll with Iowa, but now uh, it's not the case. 
who you got? Iowa has been incredibly disappointing. It's almost like everyone peaked last year. Fran needs to tighten up the lineup. I think the Hawks are in a little bit of trouble. Iowa State looked much better even against mid-major schools. At Hilton, I think the Cyclones win. Sundays are finally great again. They are. Tiger finished eight under at the Hero World Challenge. Tied for ninth. Woods is the biggest star in golf history. This is a huge sign for the sport. It is. I drink the Tiger Kool-Aid. I love watching him play. It's all about health. He says he's fine, but he's also 41. He beat a lot of good golfers this week. I truly hope he has two to three good years left. Man, that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Let's hope. Over-under, overrated. Conference championship games. Ohio State wins the Big Ten, but is left out of the playoff. Underrated conference championship games. Georgia needed a win in the SEC title game for a spot in the playoff, and they got it. Got a couple uh, minutes here for some quick phone calls, quick takes. Jethro, your thoughts on the... Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. hold on, Jethro. Blah, 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 blah. You're talking too much. We got one minute. All right, let's keep it tight. Tiny ref. Out. All right, Jethro, you heard him. What quick thought on the Hawkeyes bowl game? Uh, well, I'll say this: um, I, I was really looking forward to uh, taking my boys to either the Iowa State or the Iowa bowl game, as one is an Iowa fan and the other is an Iowa State fan. Uh, but there is, and can only afford to go one place. Uh, there is no way we're going to spend twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> to go where it is cold. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, I wish the Hawkeyes well, and I will be watching it and rooting hard for them. Uh, we'll be going to Memphis. Uh, you know, uh, we want to go south. We want to go where it's warmer. And good barbecue. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Uh, we're running out of time here. Got to say thanks for Dodger Denny, Les, and Ryan hanging on the line. We couldn't get to you this week, but that'll do it for us. Keith's back next week. We hope you are, too. We had to leave you with this. Uh, yeah, one of – I'll take a look back at one of Matt Lauer's better interviews. It was with Ryan Locke. One of the all-time greats. We'll see you next Very week. Good. Matt Lauer, exclusive with Ryan Lochte. And, Ryan, what everyone wants to know, what really happened in Rio and what you call a robbery stick-up? Yeah, look, we were in Rio from America. Uh, there's a guy comes out and he's like, get us your money. And we're like, whoa. Authorities and video evidence show. Yeah, yeah, look, first map. I was real crying. Your story has changed several times. Many people think you're lying. Look, how can I be lying if I'm sitting for real? What would you like the people of the world to know right now? Look, like, it's hadn't been easy for me, you know. They over some things. But I'm just, I'm like a confused kid. You're 32. Yeah, I am hurting too. And uh, it's been painful for everybody. Well, it certainly has been for me. This is Matt Lauer, along with the winner of this year's Ugly American Award, Ryan Lochte. I want some? Cool. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. 
Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.